0: Log Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: String. From a top old smoky, it's Ben, the king of Slingers, with a fancy co-host, with important guests, and the best answers a third-grade education can buy. All for you. Sponsored by Mobile Food Vendors Association, Ben's Carts.com, with by the jug and donuts. You are so in for a treat today. But if I told you now, I'd have to kill you. So stay tuned. Ben's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's down in his last glass of
0: liquid courage. And he'll be live in 30 seconds. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Buildacard.com. Buildacart.com.
1: It has been one heck of a week. Lots of news. Um, I have seen a ton of vendors in the news this week. Vendors have been sending me some emails and links to news articles they were in. I don't know if you all catch those. Um, You can follow those at Facebook. Forward slash Ben's carts or over on Twitter um, That's Twitter um, I think my Twitter handle is The Pound and then Ben's Carts One word, Ben's Carts um, I'd like to welcome everybody out tonight We have live on the air I think we have a Rob and a Jason
2: Yes sir How are we doing fellas? tonight
1: guys?
2: Not much. How are you guys?
1: Doing great, how was your week?
2: Been crazy so far. How
3: about you, Rob? I just uh, got back from vacation, so I'm uh, raring to go. Yeah, we missed you last week, Rob. Well, I appreciate that. I'm glad somebody missed me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We did. We missed you. Um, I wanted to um, find out. Let's see. We had... um, them. We've got the The chat room is open on the Blog Talk Radio channel um, There was some issue With our chat room At Ben's Carts the, I think the chat room is open at MFDA's website as well So if yes. you can't get in one You should be able to get into the other um, And I think um, I'm not sure but Brian Has been man in all three chat rooms At one point I think And so um, Tonight I think he's on both. At least somebody said he was on both. Um, Yep. So he'll – Brian is the link master and um, knows where everything is on the web. He is – he's who Google copies. And so if you need to – if you'll hear something we throw out tonight, it'll be from him. Um, I don't know who's got all the static and stuff on the line. It may be me. Hold on just a second. Okay. Is that better? Worse? Rob, can you hear me? Um, I don't know if Rob can hear me, but that's it. Sorry. I'm okay. I'm trying to find my mute button again. <laughs> oh, that's fine. This, um, I think it's all gone. It was horrible for a minute, but I think we're good. I am. You are listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio where you're welcome to call in to 424, it's 424-258-9364. You are welcome to call in at any point. We'll try to get to your call. Make sure to press option one to talk to one of us, and we will answer your question. If you have any good news you'd like to share, um, we'd love to hear it. If you have bad news you'd like to share um, we and you need some help, please feel free to call us. We'll try to help you all we can. The If you... Don't want to call in. We won't use your name, just so you know, um, unless you allow us to. You're welcome to go on the chat rooms and post it up there. You can sign in as a guest or use your real name, um, and somebody will send the question over to us, and we'll be happy to help you. I saw um, where the, the prostitute vendor, the hot dog prostitute vendor lady, she got sentenced to seven days. And was given time served because she had served, like, I think a half of a day or something. So they gave her time served so she didn't have to serve any more time. So she's back in business and happy. She wore her bathing suit top into court um, with a see-through cover, I I think, over it. And then had a, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, somebody sent me a picture, Nathan's. A Nathan sign hanging out of her pants in the front. Um, So... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> she has capitalized on this and um, I read on a blog today somebody sent me that she had a line a line of people so um, whatever she's doing um, she's um, got a lot of customers and they weren't all men this time apparently so um, <laughs> I saw where um, I think this was last week that um Yankee dogs over in South Carolina was in the news. I don't know if y'all saw that on the Twitter feed, but um, with a picture of him with his cart. I think his wife was in the picture as well. So, oh, that's right. It was a Brett sign stuffed in her pants. Brian just corrected me. Thanks, Brian. The um, we have lots of people that have had good news this week. I've heard through the forums and stuff. If you have not been at the forum, the forum is super busy. Plus, I have to give Jason some kudos. He has been writing some articles um, at, or finding I'm articles. For, either way, not forwarding
4: articles. Yeah, forwarding.
1: <laughs> and, and posting them up for us on the forum over at org. And there's a lot of valuable information there. There's been people struggling with issues and other vendors coming to their aid. Um, it's pretty neat. It's a neat family. You don't even meet some of these people and yet they're all willing to help each other out, which I love. Well, um, d- Rob, did you get a shark? Did you ever get a shark? He's got us on mute again. He's doing vision. <laughs> Found the mute, sorry.
3: <laughs> uh, no, no sharks, which I didn't spend near as much time fishing as I normally do because of family being there, so... We did a little fishing, not much, and uh, spent a lot of time with my son on the beach and my wife, and had a good time. So, no, but we uh, we, we gave a little effort of shark fishing for a few nights, but nothing uh, nothing to speak of.
1: Well, I'm glad you had fun. We all need um, breaks every now and then, and I'm glad you got to take one. It's a good feeling when you can when you can do that, and not have to worry that you know which which. House payment or rent payment you're gonna to have to skip so that you can go spend some time with your family see um to
3: uh I owe it to hot dogs <laughs> to be able to accomplish a vacation this year so for all you listeners that are uh still trying to figure it out uh it works <laughs> it's just a matter of getting it all put together so
1: no, speak speaking, speaking of which it. that that's the topic tonight rob we're we're gonna discuss money we're gonna um you know pull all the stops out and share with people, you know, what vendors really make um, so that there's not this hype. I know you can go to a lot of websites and get plenty of hype, but and I've seen, seen websites with calculators on them, um, you know, and they put in these calculators that already are formatted, you know, at 20% cost basis, and they go, how many hot dogs will you sell a day? And you put in, okay, I'm going to sell 200, and then you go, oh, my gosh, that's $400,000 I'm going to make this year. And, you know, the math really isn't there. And so it's kind of a gimmicky deal, and I I don't like that they do it. I wish if they were going to do it, they would at least link you to all the other information. But that's what the show is going to be about tonight. And here in just a second, we are going to discuss the um, finish-up last week's show. We didn't make it through all those questions, did we, Chase?
2: No, we uh, left
1: off at thirty six. All right. We'll be right back. I have questions queued up when you're ready.
0: Are you enjoying the show? <laughs> Want to hear more for free? Head on over to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Ben's Carts. Or Google HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. All the jam-packed episodes are available, and they are all free. And now you can get them through iTunes. Subscribe today. It's half off, and half
5: off nothing is still nothing. You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. Yep, they're too sexy for their carts. It's Ben and Rob on h t v r Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I'm too for my shit.
1: We are back, and you said, Jason, we had left off where? Um, what uh, 36. 36. 36. question's queued yeah. up and ready to go, yeah. If you didn't listen to last week's show, we discussed first day out with a hot dog cart, how scary that can be, what all you have to have ready, and all the questions that will come to mind at the last minute. And we discussed those. Um, The previous show, um, we discussed more stuff about getting out there with a hot dog cart and what you would have to do if you bought a cart and hadn't done any of your due diligence or had done very little of it. And we discussed that. So if you haven't caught those two episodes, they've been huge. There's been thousands of people listen to those. They're they're crucial to your success. And they have even for experienced vendors, there will be tips and information in there that you probably hadn't heard or had forgotten or hadn't been applying. And so all this stuff has to help us, you know, help us all. Um thirty six was what? You
6: have uh, that up 10, um,
1: yeah, oh yeah,
2: got up and Uh, What if someone wants extra slaw or chili? Do I charge more?
1: I say no. Um, Now, a lot of people do, and there is not a right way or a wrong way. I'm giving you my personal opinion. Um, I don't like being upsold anything when I go to buy something. I don't want to go to Best Buy and get up to the counter and then go, oh, do you want a warranty? Would you like a service protection plan, or would you like that in a box um are you going to need batteries sell me what it needs and let me go um you know i don't like upsells there's um there's sometimes when it has to be done and i understand if you're you're working with some premium products and by adding one it's going to change your cost considerably then obviously you'll have to um but because of the dog i use and because of what the condiments and stuff I serve, Heinz and and um those types of condiments, I don't it isn't gonna change it much. It's like I, I think we mentioned last week, if you're going to somebody wants extra jalapenos on their hot dog or extra cheese or extra chili, I don't care. I don't go, well that's going to cost you about fifty cent more. Um but whatever you decide to do, do it from the get go. Don't change it on the cart. You know, don't be out there and go Oh, I didn't realize you were going to take so much catch-up. Uh, I'm going to need another quarter. Um, I just wouldn't do that that way. Um, I don't like messing with change at all, like, the you know, as far as coin change. And so to prevent that, I cost everything out so that I can give a price of $2, and I don't care if they get a plain dog or a chili dog, it all averages out. And for those people that put on six tablespoons of jalapenos... There will be five people that don't, so it all works out, and I don't worry about it. Um, if you keep good records, you'll know what your cost ratios are, which we've discussed thoroughly already. So keep that in mind. Um, Rob, do you have anything to add, or Jason, there? Um, my question was the other one about the guy, sir, uh, in the Chicago Dog.
2: He has quite a few comments on
1: it. Exactly. That's a premium dog, and and if you were serving like, let's say I was serving that on my card, I'd have a two dollar dog. That's anything, chili cheese, whatever, and then I'd have a separate menu listing for a Chicago dog. Okay. Three fifty or four dollars or whatever, but I wouldn't have it say I, I wouldn't um, have them go. Well, I'd like a pickle spear on that. Well, that's going to be an extra fifty cent. Um, yeah. Makes sense.
3: What about Rob?
2: You got anything, Rob? Uh,
1: no,
3: uh, because I feel the same way Ben does. You know, I just charge a flat rate for my dogs. I do do the uh, change situation. I, I charge like 250 or 275 for the hot dogs, so I do things a little different. But I don't care if you buy, if you get it naked or you uh, run it through the garden or whatever. I don't really care. price is the same. Even occasionally if there's not a lot of people in line, uh, and somebody comes up and says, I just want a plain hot dog, a lot of times I'll say, ah, give me two bucks. You know, just kind of, I feel guilty taking $2.75 sometimes. So occasionally I'll give somebody a little deal if they're just getting a plain hot dog, especially for a kid. I've even had people come up and want hot dogs for a dog. Um, and, a matter of fact, it's ironic, um, I just saw a special. i trying to think where I saw that. Because down at the beach somewhere, they actually give free hot dogs to dogs. Um, if you come up and ask for a hot dog for your dog, they give you a freeze, freeze dog. It's no bone or anything, just a weenie, but uh, I thought that was kind of a neat gimmick to get you in the door.
1: That's
6: kind of cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. I like that.
3: And some people, it depends dog on, on where on there. you're at. Well, you also can uh, take a water bowl and leave out by your cart if you're near an area where you get a lot of dog walkers or whatever, just to kind of be, you know, user-friendly for people and, uh and have a little sign that says, you know, free water. Have it in a bowl kind of thing. <clears throat>
2: Gotta love dog friendly businesses.
1: I agree. I like it. Where where are we next? Alright, thirty seven. Extra water. How much should I take? Um, what what that question is referring to is you know, most of us don't use the water that is stored in our cart. Let's say you have a five-gallon tank. You don't use that to fill your steam pans unless it's just absolutely necessary. That water is your backup water for washing dishes or washing hands, that kind of stuff. I take a five-gallon jug of water like you'd find at an office supply place, you know, like an office is water cooler jug, um, you can buy them for like seven bucks. And I fill it up. As has a cap, and I carry that with me. And that way I can always t- pick it up top off my um, steam tables. If you don't want to deal with that much water because that's still 35 pounds of water, you can always put it in a smaller jug, carry you three or four little one-gallon milk jugs full of water. And that way you can top off your boiler, you can top off your steamer um, whenever you need to without having to run around to the sink and use that water. That's the the way I do it. It works the best for me. I know a lot of vendors do it that way. Um, if you, um, I think if you take three to five gallons extra a day, you'll be fine. Um, you figure you're going to use at least two getting started or one and a half getting started. And so you may want to carry an extra three or four gallons. So um, that's what I do. Rob, do you take extra water?
3: Well, you know, I do the lemonade thing, so I carry a minimum
1: of eight gallons.
3: I carry seven gallons in one of those blue Aquatainers you buy at your local Walmart or camping store, and then mm-hmm. I uh, carry one gallon in a one of those pour—I don't know—I guess it may be maybe Tupperware or whatever. Got the little pour spout. You can you put lemonade or tea in uh, at your house or Kool-Aid or whatever. And I just like it because it's got a four spout, and it, uh, I, I'll go ahead and fill it up. Just to, Usually it takes, you're right, it's about a, I use about two gallons getting started. And, you know, I just top off a couple of them throughout the day. But normally you're not going to use more than three total gallons in a five-hour, six-hour selling window, unless it's in the dead of winter, you know, 18 degrees, snow blowing sideways kind of weather. You might would right. use a little more than that. Um, but, you know, if it's 90 degrees once a day here, um, you know, you can pretty much cut it down to almost one burner, keeping everything warm on your cart, so.
1: Well, in the chat room, some people are, you know, like Brian says that, you know, his steam table takes five gallons. Well, what I'm talking about here is extra water. You know how much you have to have to get started, but... Extra water, you probably need to take three or four. I'd like to know how many Brian takes for extra water. Um, I know that Jody posted that she brings seven one gallon jugs. That's smart. You can't have. It's not like you can, you know, the water's going to go bad on you. So it's good to have it just in case. And
2: well, like, yeah, you know, for me, I can't lift that jug right now after having the surgeries and stuff. So what we did was, I did what you said, the one one gallon jugs, and actually, yep, pour them fit into this little. Uh, one of those rubber mar- rubber made boxes, and uh, 12 of them, you know, make fit right under the counter, out of the way, and um, that's why I don't have to worry about them spilling or stuff getting on top of them, but, you know, like you said,
1: can't have enough. Well, I, I agree, and I think the one-gallon jugs, especially if you get in a bind and you've got a kid there that can help you or anything, it's easier for them to grab a one-gallon jug and, and dump some into your steamer than, than have to, you know, put everything down, take off your gloves to get the five-gallon jug out. So you're exactly right. Where are we Ryan at? says he starts with 15 gallons of water every day.
2: Whew. All right, Hold next, uh, do I need a menu board or signs?
1: Um, absolutely. Um, and signs, Will pictures do even better. Um, people like to see what they're getting. Of course, if you already have a line, it doesn't matter. They're going to see you fixing stuff for other people. But... If you could get a picture of one of your dogs or get one off the web that's a pretty picture, that it looks delicious, um, then by all means put it up there. The But menu boards and signs, we've done some blog articles about those on the LearnHotDogs.com website with some people that have created some kick-butt ideas with these magnetic boards and stuff. Because um, if, you, if you have a stainless steel cart, a real stainless steel cart. Magnets don't stick to stainless. Um, but it... Um, so it's hard to do that on your cart, but you can always use Velcro strips and that kind of stuff. But I would say you have a menu board or at least something that you... You know, one of those foldable menu boards that look like a caution sign kind of or a wet floor sign that says hot dogs. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it just attract... Anything you can do to attract attention that keeps your place not looking cheesy, but looking... Uh, it gets their attention. It looks out of the normal.
2: Um, a lot of a lot of places now. Um, I know on the blog and different places, people have talked about that e signs and signs by tomorrow and places like that. They have frames now that uh, you can have your logo finally put on, and uh, then it's a whiteboard down below, so you can do specials and things like that. And they're actually the prices are finally starting to fall on those things because for a while they were kind of ridiculous.
1: Yeah, 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 I agree. Um, what have we got next? Does this list ever end? I <laughs> 30, nope. <laughs> nope, doesn't. <laughs> um, you'll, you'll always have stuff that you'll have to ask, or you'll go, man, what about this? Should I take this? How much should I take? Um, There's people on the forums that can help you. Um, You can call me, you can call Rob, you can call Deb, you can call... Brian or Yankee or, you know, and get on the forums. Jody's been helping a gob of people. In fact, Jody, I want to mention, she's one of the new moderators over at Mobile Food Vendor Association's forum at chat room. Um and voluntarily helping out, and we thank her for that. The O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dave O'Donnell, he's been um, helping out quite a bit. Yep. I, I, I love that people are... Um, willing to take some of their time and and help others. The so the list doesn't end. You'll come up with other questions. We tried to cover as many as we could of the common ones um, that I hear, um, and so I tried to make the list as as current and and relative as possible. What's um What's next?
2: One more forty.
1: Uh, how much water goes in the steam pan? <laughs> um. Steam pans is neat, and if you need a video on that or something, if you go to the LearnHotDogs.com blog and type in Steam in the search box, um, now the blog is busy enough and it's been rated by Google enough. You can just search. You can go to Google and put in LearnHotDogs.com or just Learn Hot dogs all one word basically mushed together, and then type in whatever keyword you're looking for, and you will find gobs of articles on that subject. And that's the be- That's even better than the search feature on the blog. But either way, we did one on steam pans. But um, I have seen people that have steam pans that are four inches deep, spillage pans four inches deep, and then their other pan is three inches or two and three quarters. Well, that doesn't leave you much room. And if you're rapid steaming, it's perfect. But if you're, you have to be vigilant in watching that, or you'll scorch your pan, or even melt it if it's an aluminum pan. A lot of spillage pans are aluminum, which is nothing wrong with that. It's a good; it, it heats up water quicker, um, and they're they're cheaper to replace. But the I, I like the aluminum pans, but you don't ever want to run them dry because you'll end up with a hole where you don't need one. And so, if you will um, consider this, if you have the room to get a deeper steam pan to six inch, you can put in a four inch perforated pan which will hold plenty of product and you'll have a two inch gap and you put about an inch of water to an inch and a half of water in the bottom. If you're rapid steaming which means very little water so that it's constantly steaming at a super high temperature then um, you have a lot less water. So you need to try this and practice it at home before you go out there um, so that you can get used to it and find the way that works best for you. Um, I have a guy on video that he puts, he does that rapid steam method. Um, I've used the rapid steam. If I'm in a real busy, busy location, it can keep my buns steaming. I mean, within 15 seconds of putting them in there, they're done, and I can be serving them. So there's, um, I, I guess there's no real perfect answer for that, but... I wouldn't have it so full that it's coming through the holes in your perforated pan. Now, if you're not using perforated pan and you're using your spillage pan to put in pans that are solid so that you keep your like chili and cheese and sauerkraut from burning and scorching, then you can put two inches in and a four-inch pan um, on top, and then it, your pans are actually sitting in that water, just the base of them is. So you can do that however you want. I would try different methods and see what you like best and go from there. Um I guess the um the the biggest thing about any of this is is if you will, you know, take a deep breath and know that n- no one is watching you that has done it probably ever before. There isn't they're not going to go, "Oh my gosh, he did that wrong. He put the catch up on first and I I want mustard then catch up. Nobody's going to know that. So if you have to mess up and you get, it takes some coordination with your hands. Going okay, I don't want to swap hands fifteen times to make this one hot dog. And so you're used to grabbing something maybe with your left hand. Well now you're having to do it with your right hand and hold the dog with your left. Those are things that will come in a matter of days. So don't panic about any of it. This is a fun business. And don't let it overwhelm you, all the little stuff, because most of it will come just with, um, well, all of it will come with trial and error. But we were trying to help you avoid some of the error or at least give you some guidance on reasons for doing certain things one way or the other.
6: Um, ben,
3: one thing I tell new vendors, if they are, uh, um, you know, you talk about the coordination and all that stuff, for like two weeks, I set out in my backyard, basically did air drums uh on my cart i practiced where everything was and kind of just went through it Now i didn't actually have i did at one time but in the beginning i didn't have any hot dogs any buns and i just kind of had my tongs and where i wanted to place them and where i was putting or grabbing a bun i would go through the motions of making hot dogs and i look like an idiot out there i'm sure to my neighbors but i was trying to figure out where things were because if you do have a decent spot the first day out and you're kind of busy you will get fumbled up and you know, so forth. But if you can kind of practice, if you will, have a dress rehearsal, um, go out in the backyard and kind of go through the motions with it, with your cart and kind of where you may would want, say, an ice cooler or your drinks or your buns and all that. And you'll eventually, uh, you probably won't have it exactly the way you want it the first week out you go, but for the next 30, 60 days, you'll eventually have things where you want. My buns were moved twice where I keep them currently now. Um, you know or, or whatever Ta- matter of fact, the, the hot dogs got moved all around on my steam table to where they 're in a different spot than they were when I started doing this thing so it 's uh, you 'll learn your steam table too because not all steam tables the heat a little different, and you may have one section that maybe seems a little too hot for your chili and it keeps scorching it, so you need to move it over or say cheese um, but like you say it 's just a matter of doing it um, and you 'll learn, but like I said, doing the dress rehearsal or the practice. Uh, for a week or two out in the backyard or wherever your garage, practicing with your car will help you kind of get some of those first-day jitters out of the way.
1: And you may think, you may be a confident person and go, oh, this isn't going to be, I mean, this isn't rocket science, I'll I'll figure it out as I go. And you're absolutely right, but I don't care who you are, that first day, you'll be nervous. And you'll be nervous that you're doing it. If people are watching you, I I, I was scared to death in the first couple of days that people were looking at me like, oh, I bet they saw me do that wrong. Um, and not something wrong like harmful wrong, but, you know, crap, I just put the darn mustard on the bun and not on the dog, you know, and they just don't know. They may think it's your way of doing it or it's better for flavor or whatever. So one thing don't panic that about hatten, any of it.
3: One thing that hadn't been mentioned, I don't think, Um, And in all the shows we've done, and I got to think about this the other day, and I meant to bring it up in a prior show, but I hadn't got around to it. And tell me if I'm wrong. Has the question ever come up, what happens if something is screwed up, like you dropped your tongs or there's a fly that landed on the hot dog or there's a big long hair laying on the table where you lay the hot dog to hand somebody or there's a bug or there's weird – you know what I mean? Something funny or something funky that goes on. Has that question been addressed at all? What you should do?
1: Well, we we kind of did. We we addressed it. We didn't address like flies and hair, but we did, which is a good point because it happens. Um, right. But we did address. Oh crap! I just he told me no mustard, and I just put some mustard on there. Right. Or yeah. And we talked about just throw it away and keep going. I'll That's just right. Move on.
6: I yes, don't even uh,
1: like lay it down on the cart and leave it there. I like to just get rid of it so that it's gone. Right. Yep. Um,
3: if you find that, if you think they didn't see it, I promise you they did. In other words, if there's a hair on the serving table. You know, I, I use the cart, and then I have a table out beside of it. And one day I was uh, uh, making dogs and, and everything, and I went to lay the hot dog. I, I use a, a dog sled to lay the hot dogs on. And right in front of the dog sled was a hair that was about, how you tell the lady's hair is four, five, six inches long. And, you know, I immediately picked up the, the dog sled, and I said, ooh, let me wipe that down. I don't want to get that near the food. And I just made reference to it. But, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, what are you going to do, burn the table? I mean, hairs get everywhere in restaurants and your kitchen and so forth. But don't act like they didn't see it or something weird like that. Just uh, get it out of the way. And you don't have to make a big deal of it, but, you know, don't act like you didn't see it either. Because if you do, they're going to know. You did, You know, what else have you done hiding things? So just go ahead. You know, if a fly lands on it, uh, that's going to happen. And I, that's, I've seen uh, customers say, oh, I don't worry about it. They're everywhere. Uh, I've seen customers kind of give me a funny look. And, you know, it's like if you're outside, there's an occasion that a bug or a fly is going to land on something. Uh, because I do lemonade. You know, I give those little, uh, I don't know what they are, the little gnats that get around sugary type. Um, fruit fly, stuff. yeah. Fruit <laughs> it's more of a gnat than a fruit fly, but whatever. You know, they'll get in um, near my stuff or even once in a while I'll see one in, the, in a cup. Uh, when I'm making it, um, you know, and immediately I'll just take it and dump it and throw it away and say, I had a little critter in it or something, and I'll make reference to it. Um, but, you know, that's going to happen occasionally. Uh, best thing to do is not to try hiding it, and definitely don't try passing something off to a customer that has a bug in it or a fly or a hair that you saw but you didn't want to say anything because your they would be upset. They'd be much more upset if they found it and you didn't tell them, or you know what I'm saying, so <laughs> just uh, get rid of it. Hey, for those uh, those little fruit flies or fruit flies, those little guys,
2: um, little dish with uh, apple cider vinegar and about five drops of dish to open it to break the
1: surface tension. Man, tracks them like flies. They fall in and they
2: drown. Oh
4: yeah.
1: You know, and somebody mentioned somebody mentioned on a comment on the blog one day that having a fan on your cart, yeah. even if it's one of those little battery fans, will cr- yep. especially if you're using a hot dog um, tray, you know, a dog sled. And you lay your dogs out there. There is an occasion where a fly lands on it, and you don't want to lose dogs that way. Um, if you have a fan blowing that way or blowing across, it will keep them from landing um, and discourage them. So that yeah, may be a thought a, if you have a problem with them.
3: If you have a bad area uh, for whatever reason a flies, I'm fairly fortunate in my location. I'm in North Carolina, so we have bugs, but in general, I don't have a my location doesn't have a lot of flies, but if you are near a location a twelve volt um you can use if you can't find them at your local big box store, you can obviously find them online or a truck stop normally has those twelve volt plug in uh cigarette lighter type plug-ins and then you can just uh, use a uh, rechargeable uh lawnmower or motorcycle type battery or you know whatever you want to use but um and just clip it to your uh cart and that that works well if you wanted to go beyond just the the small d cell type uh um, battery powered fan the fans do work as a matter of fact if you go to most hospitals uh when you open the door, they have that fan that blows on your head, that's the reason
1: yep i um uh, i agree um i want to tell everybody if if you think you're going to remember all these things, you're not. You can always refer back to these lists at com. You can also make yourself a list. And and like we, Jason and I said earlier, if you'll make a short list first and not try to take everything and slowly build up, th- this will be so much easier and it won't be so time-consuming and overwhelming feeling when you first get started trying to do everything. Um and I'm sure Rob would agree, it's better to have a list and check it off and, you know, do it twice, you know, like Santa Claus, and make sure that you're doing it. You've, you've brought your extra tongs. You've brought extra. That's why you need extra tongs. You don't want to stop and have to wash tongs in the middle of it. You want right. to be able to throw those in your, your sanitizer bucket or throw them in the sink and grab your new fresh set out of your bread box. All right, your your you're not allowed to wash your tongs anyway.
2: Your yeah, spare set yeah, exactly.
3: of, of tongs and, and so forth Ben. I recommend people clean them and then wrap them in saran wrap. Um, that, uh, that, cause it that You don't you know where you're keeping them. But if you, it looks good to the customer. When you take that out and you're unwrapping it, and it, it doesn't look like it's just laying in a tote or something, um, but it, it looks like it's been sanitized and cleaned and it's wrapped. Uh but just buy you some saran wrap, wrap your extra tongs and stuff so that way if they sit in your tote for six months, it doesn't really matter. Well we just had a
2: guy fail up here, uh we failed him for his all his utensils being in a stainless steel drawer off one of the work tables.
1: Golly. So uh, what
7: I've done
2: is kinda of what Rob says, we we wash them, wrap them and then I go as far as them in a little uh almost like a uh rubber made shoebox. Yeah,
1: and that way,
2: you know, yeah,
1: that's, that's when you, you go for inspection. Shoe boxes. Yep. Well, my, yeah. my wife had them, had, when we go out, she has one of those um, loaf of bread containers that has the plastic uh-huh. lid the see-through, and she puts mm-hmm. any extra stuff in there, like my tongs. Um, I have a fork, too, one of those long steak forks in there. Yep. So, you can um, you can do that, and that that's the same thing. It shows them that you've got you keep a clean cart, and that's another important reason to have a clean cart. It it the appearance goes a long ways. Oh God, yeah. It might seem like a
2: pain in the butt at the beginning, but it gets easier. And like Rob was saying, it almost becomes routine to the point. You know, sooner or later, you might not even need your list. Still, good to refer back to. Put it in your smartphone or something like that, but. You know, it almost becomes especially if you're new.
3: Yeah, I don't care how long you've been doing it, you're gonna forget something, and you're gonna get the worst thing is when you forget something major like your tongs. You know, forgetting your chili that's somewhat okay because you can at least sell some dogs even without the chili. If you forget tongs, you're stuck going, uh, what am I gonna get these out with? So you're scrambling to go by your nearest Walmart or wherever to get some tongs. Nice. Um, hey, you know, you'll a to the get a boat. dollar
2: off the dog if they're brave enough to reach in and pull it out of the water.
3: Yeah, you'll you'll forget something, you know, in particular, or, um, you know, that time I left out with two umbrellas, but I forgot the stem one of them and it was blazing hot 95 degrees and uh you know like you're going to forget things if you don't have a centralized location in your commissary wherever you're at where you keep everything and if you got things spread out in a commissary or something where you're having to get something from here or something in the back room or whatever that makes it even tougher to remember everything and make sure you have everything so you know if you want a list eh, yeah i used to do a list but now i don't um But uh, you're going to forget things and just don't sweat it and, you know, go with the flow with it.
6: And we'll be right back,
1: folks.
5: You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. In a world where no one cares. One man on a mission to help hot dog vendors worldwide. Lonely-facing health inspectors everywhere. Ben? Providing tips and videos to help the less fortunate. It's HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio, with Ben and Rob, brought to you by Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben's Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000 at buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. If you want to roll with a big dog? You need a cart that you can rely on. There's no better way to know your equipment than to build, to build it, it yourself. yourself. Buildacart.com. If you want to rock their world? Build this cart. Build it and they will come. And buildacart.com.
1: We are back on Hot Dog Bender Radio And we have Rob on the line Jason on the line And if you have a question Feel free to call in at 424 258 9364 The chat room is open at BlogTalkRadio Forward slash Ben's Carts And you can also go over to The Mobile Food Vendor Association site And log into the chat room there as well So if you have a problem on one chat room you, You have a backup now And we are going to discuss the um, the money, the money into this, and I don't know if um, you folks listening have read the blog um, about the money, and I, I tried to cover the basis as well as I could and even give some examples, but there's a lot more to this because today I had a gentleman call me about um Money. He stopped at another vendor and he called me in a panic that he had um, just ordered a cart for his son and this vendor had told him it is horrible, that he's not making any money and that he's doing horrible and that he's just hoping that he can get the car sold and blah, 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 blah. And nine times out of ten, sometimes ten times out of ten, that is what we call poor-mouthing here in Tennessee. Poor-mouthing is when um, you're worried about competition, thinking you're doing better than you are or thinking you're doing good and becoming competition. And so you poor-mouth the business. I've written blog articles about that um, unique thing that happens. I assume it happens in all industries, but I know for a fact that it happens in the hot dog vending business. Fortunately, I'm privy to be able to talk to and fortunate enough to talk to many vendors who share what they're doing. Um, Some of them, obviously I'm not getting their, you know, their tax returns. Some of them, as you know, can blow stuff out of proportion and make it sound like they've got 10 carts and, um, you know, throwing down with Snoop Dogg every night. But then there's others out there for the most part who are genuinely helping Genuinely trying to to share what they're doing, or they've come to me with a question and a problem, and they're going, "Okay, I'm I'm making you know 140 dollars here Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, but Friday I just slam it, and I'll make 400 dollars on Friday." And I I don't know if I should move because I don't have another location right now, and will I tick off the current person that I'm at in front of that I'm not there all week? You know, those kinds of things. So then you find out some true numbers. And so it's the reason that I wanted to do the, this show tonight on the money. I wanted you to be able to, if you're just getting started or if you are um, have already started, and you want to know kind of what some of the potential is. There's vendors out there that have been vending um, much longer than I. I have recorded some of them. Now, obviously, I go sit down with a vendor or fly to Chicago or when I went out to Arizona, I'm not sitting down with people that are making $30 a day Um, just because those aren't the vendors calling me telling me about, you know, how good they're doing at $30 a day. But so obviously, there's some exceptions. There's people that are doing exceptionally well. But the point of this is going to be is what is the difference between you and them? and it only is location. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be location. The other thing could be, well, I don't work but two days a week, or I don't want to drive that far from my house, or um, I'm allergic to salt water, or whatever. And so there's all these ors that can prevent you from being at a location that you may do better at. Like, I could do better at a bar or a strip club um, but my wife um, would not allow that, so that's why I tease Yankee. Um, he takes his wife apparently, because I've seen the pictures. But um, I would, um, I would say that you there will always be more opportunity. As far as this isn't a matter of, well, he just got lucky. He had the lucky number. It has nothing to do with that. All of this is up to you, really. And luck does play a part, but only only really, on the amount of tries, it may take me thirty five tries to find a location that is netting me sixteen hundred a week, and Rob, it may take him two tries, but we both have the same opportunity, so it just it's going to take me more. so those things happen, but let's talk about the money a little bit. Because I don't want you, if you're listening to this and and don't understand the money, please go over to LearnHotDogs.com or search it on Google and put in hot dog vendor income. And this article will come up. But I based my numbers off of about a 34% cost. And when I cost it out, I did it by item. Even my ice, napkins, paper towels, magic markers, I did everything because I didn't want to leave anything out when I was um vending full time I didn't want, I wanted to know my true cost I didn't want to kind of guess it You don't have to do that but I included it in my book I wanted I, I did a cost breakdown of every item and where I buy them and all of that But we can ask some vendors tonight we can ask Jason we can ask Rob we can ask, you can ask some people on the chat room and but I know for me personally about 34% was a safe Number that encompassed all my costs in working, not just food costs, total costs. And so, there, when a vendor may say, "Yeah, I did four hundred dollars today," that's fantastic. What's your food? What's your cost? Cost though, if your cost is like nine, thirty four thirty-four percent, then you really made about three. Well, no, two eighty or two sixty-four, something like that, which is still a dang good income. And then when you think about it, when people say day, they don't mean 12 hours or your normal work day where you've got 30 minutes to get there, 30 minutes to get home, and then your eight-hour day at work because it's not like that in this industry. There are some vendors that have the opportunity to work those type of hours, but for the most of us, we only work three or four hours a day. There's a few times, even Rob recently called me and goes, Ben, you're not going to believe this, I just left. And he had stayed real late, and it was because he was busy, though, super busy. And he made a good lick that day. He made a really good income. So, Robin, Jason, Jason, um, break into this any point you want. You're not going to interrupt me. Just jump in. But I would like to know, what do you think about the the 34% figure? Oh, is yours less, a little more? What, where do you fall? Well, I think my numbers would be a little higher
2: here with – you know, using can of beef and stuff. Uh the cost of
3: a little bit more. I mean rolls went up
2: a little bit here too.
3: Um Rob, what, what are you doing down there as far as Well, way? I mean what people have to realize there's cost, there is uh when you get into margins and percentages and food cost. Food cost is one thing, but what are you selling it for? So right. it doesn't matter if you're if you pay if I pay Eight dollars for hot dogs, and you pay twenty-eight dollars for hot dogs. If, if I'm selling them for three dollars, and you're able to sell them for twelve, and I'm just throwing numbers, obviously. Uh, right. But, so that's the thing that people have to realize. Money. Right, and some people I think are leaving money on the table sometimes because I hear people and I say, "Hey, what do you charge?" Just maybe on the blog or uh, forum or something, and they say we charge two bucks for hot dogs. I'm like, two bucks, really? And see, that's where I get into that two fifty, two seventy five rule. You take if I can add 50 cents to every sale and nobody's going to gripe about it and I'm not going to lose that many sales, I, I have uh, I have people all the time occasionally uh, throughout a week will say, well, if you lower your prices, you could sell more. Yeah, I could. I, so if I sold, um, if I lowered my prices in half, I could sell twice as much. That sound about right? And they say, oh, yeah, you could sell double what you're selling now if you cut your prices about half. Well, guess what? I worked twice as hard and made the same amount of money. So, don't leave money laying on the table. Don't think everybody said I hear these people all the time say, "Well, I like giving people a good value." I'm all for giving people a good value. However, we got to make a living, and I'm not going to sit out there and and, and even if it's four hours, five hours a day, and sell hot dogs for two bucks and and leave with you know 250 bucks in my pocket when I could have left with 350 dollars in my pocket. And, you know, accomplish the same thing and maybe work less as far as number of sheer dogs sold and make more money. So, again, people need to look at what they're paying, what their price is, and what the market in their area will bear. You know, people at a strip club or at a bar, they're used to paying $3.350 and for a beer. So paying two seventy-five, three three $3.00 for a hot dog, not a problem. If you're sitting out in front of your local Salvation Army store, then you may need to do a two twenty five hot dog. So you just kinda gotta look at things in perspective and make sure you're not leaving money on the table, I like what I like to say. And I think some people are really leaving money on the table at times. Well a lot of people are afraid. I mean
0: uh
3: I took a lot of flack
2: in with the uh, wood fired pizza industry when I went to the wineries and raised my price, everybody was doing farmers markets and, you know, Selling that same 10 right. inch pizza for six, we went to the winery and I put them at 10, 12. And then one right. of my exotic pizzas were 14, 15, but my average ticket for two 10 inch pies went up to 28, 30 bucks.
1: Right.
2: So <laughs> that's a big difference. I can sell less pies there and make way more than I was making at a farmer's market. And you well, know, you can't hey, be really. afraid to charge a little more. You got to charge what the product's worth. If you're selling a top of the line dog, well, you know. Don't be afraid. In,
3: of relation in relation to the topic at hand, the money, and what kind of money can you make and, and and so forth, here's my thing that I tell people when they ask me my advice or my opinion about getting in the hot dog business. And me and Ben's talked about this and Jason. Uh, my threshold, this is my personal threshold, and I think it really ought to be most everybody's threshold. If you can't sell at least... 200 we're basing everything on about a 25 to 35 percent uh product cost so that again going back to what you're charging and and, and what you're paying and all that you got to factor all in and get it to about you know 30 35 percent um but if you can't knock out 200 to 250 a day in sales you need to find another location that's just me personally um, there's no way I would. Now I've had some fifty dollars days, but then you turn around and have a three hundred fifty dollars day. What I'm saying is a two to two fifty average on a regular daytime spot, and I don't you know care what? where that I'm is
1: if it's though, Rob that you know make less than that. They make a hundred and fifty, a right. hundred and seventy, and they're tickle pink. But like right. there's a gentleman, Aldon. He's in oh, la, la, Virginia, Virginia, right? And um, sure. he. He has, um, he's pickle pink. He's making 150 bucks, 160 bucks a day. Okay, right. But he's only working two hours. Sure. That's it. Now right. that's actually set up two hours, and then you figure it's you know it's time getting there, time setting up, time leaving, clean up. Absolutely. So he's probably in it three three and a half hours a day. He's making a good income, and it's what sure. he wants. It's all he wants, and that's he's happy with that. So right, but. I'm telling you and Rob's telling you that you can make more by finding a better location. Um Well,
3: yeah, I probably didn't clarify Ben when I say that, that number, that two to two fifty number, I'm talking a five to six hour work day of actually selling. You know what I mean? It's four to six hours. Uh but if yeah. somebody can knock out a hundred and fifty, hundred and seventy five in two hours, different story,
1: you know. Right. Now, something I want to read, y'all, and this is on the blog. If you want to go there, you can go. It's, um, it's the, I think, the second one down, hot dog vendor income or third one down. But if you want to follow along, because I'm going to rattle off some numbers. But if you go out, and this would be considered to me a low end, but 50 hot dogs a day, that's approximately 25 customers because, on average, people will buy two dogs. Now, if you're selling quarter-pound dogs, probably won't. So keep that in mind. What I'm talking about is your 8-to-1s and your 10-to-1s. Um, the, the When I say 8-to-1 and 10-to-1, just so in case you missed a show, um, it's um, 10 dogs to a pound or 8 dogs to a pound. 10-to-1s are a good dog, and 8-to-1s are even a little bigger dog. But it, you'll find what you want and what you need for your card and your area and location. But 50 hot dogs a day is approximately 25 people. 50 times $2. Now, I base this off my numbers. Okay, I'm in East Tennessee. That's a poor area. And I honestly cannot get $3 for a dog. I may be able to get 250 and I may have to try what Rob said, but then it goes against my whole. Don't want to deal with coins. But, um, Rob's, I promise you, Rob's gotten on to me already about it several times. So, um, hey. But 50 at $2 is $100 in hot dogs. 50 sodas at $1 is $50 in sodas. And 20 bags of chips, let's say. That's a total of $170. Not a bad day, I put. We could easily these numbers, throw these numbers on a website, multiply the total times 365 days a year, and proclaim an annual income of 62050 bucks. But... I don't know anyone getting their supplies for free. We still have cost of goods sold. And we have all the incidental costs, napkins, foils, sanitizer, ice, all that stuff I told you about earlier. So for an accurate estimate, on at my pricing levels, based on my $5 meals, my $2 hot dogs, on my current costs, my ratio, cost ratio, is 34% of gross sales. So now... You redo the numbers above, and you end up with 170 daily times 20 days a month. Now, the reason I use 20 days a month is because you will not, I don't care what website you go into and their calculator automatically puts in 30 days a month, that's because it looks better. You probably won't work 30 days a month. You'll probably work 15 or 20. I use 20 for this example because you're going to have rain days. You're going to have a day when you're sick. You're going to have a day when your buddy says the fish are biting real good and you know fishing emergencies is what i call them and there's things like that that come up so that's either way 170 days, 20 days is 3400 a month 12 months is 40800 annually but we still have our costs to remove so 40800 minus the 34% equals 26928 annual income not a bad income okay that's far better than many right now in the U.S., but you're only working three to four hours a day. You don't have to work ten hours a day to make that, or eight hours a day and listen to a boss. You're working three to four hours a day, and I'm including your prep and cleanup. Now, you may want to work more than that. Like like in Rob's situation, you may want to work four to six and make 350 a day. But you still have a take-home of over 2000 monthly based on these numbers. That's free and clear money. That's money that you have made after all expenses. Now, that's not going to be rich, and that's not going to get you, um, you know, a private Learjet. But you're still better than millions of Americans. I'm not saying to settle for that. But I'm saying if that's what you need, that can easily be obtained. Wouldn't you say, Rob? That's an easy figure to
3: hit. Absolutely. And just sitting here, listen to you. You know, the thing about what people have to understand is, you know, uh, I live in a rural North Carolina, somewhat rural, a smaller town, and a lot of uh, we had a lot of manufacturing jobs. Well, even in our heyday, you know, people were making. If they've been there 25 years, they're making you know 14, 16 bucks an hour, and that was good money. You know, back in the '80s and, and, and so forth. You know, um, but you look at what the the wage, the common wage is now. Unless you have a specialty like a plumber, uh, electrician, carpenter, you know, somebody with a trade. If you're just a average person with either some college, maybe a four year degree, high school education, you know, you're looking at uh, eight to 12, 14 bucks an hour tops. Fourteen would be a gracious uh wow I'm getting paid fourteen bucks an hour plus benefits kind of be you know, wow kind of factor um so again, talking about your numbers, even if you take the smallest scale possible and say, "Hey, I'm knocking out hundred and fifty dollars a day in sales, I'm pocketing roughly um you know uh hundred dollars
6: in my pocket a day
3: after expenses, fifty dollars goes to uh, uh expenses hundred bucks a day." Five days a week $500 clear in your pocket. Um, do the math. Take $500 um, a, a week and add 35% to that, and that's what it would be like working for the man. That's what you're making. you got to factor that in. You know, what am I making? am right. you know, not working for the man, I like to say. So, you know, again, even if you take those minimum. Now, we're talking vendors that make $600 in sales a day, you know. There's some that make two and $3,000 a weekend. Um, it's just it's all over the board, but even if you take the bare minimum, I think in this economy most people would be satisfied with the bare minimum. You know, that I think that anybody should be able to generate on a hot dog cart. I don't care if it's out in the middle of uh, that strange place in Eden and, and three cars a day go by and just, you know, really out in the country type of location. You should be able to make a fairly decent wage compared to what's available out here in the job market uh, on oddball cards.
1: Right. You're right. Um, I want to, to go over some additional numbers with you, but we're going to take a short break and we'll be back and we'll discuss that a little bit more.
5: He's cornier than an outhouse at a summertime family reunion. It's fan on HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Mobile Food Vendors Association. Association, my org. If you like specials and freebies and discounts off cards from the leading manufacturers, you need to check out mymfva.org. You can get discounts on everything you will need to run a successful business. They'll even tell you where you can buy all those necessities at the absolute lowest price. For more details, visit myMFVA.org. He's flakier than your Aunt Millie's Pie Crust at the county fair. It's Bad on HDVR Hot Dog under Radio. Want to be hot snot on a silver platter instead of that cold booger on a paper plate? Then go to Ben's Carts.com and check out the free training videos. Link to the blog and connect to the radio show. And it's all free only at Ben's Carts.com. This here's a champ for dog saved my life the book everything you ever wanted to know about hot dog vending and probably some things you don't available at ben's forward slash book why spend 100 or more dollars when you can get it all for less than 30 bucks, 30 bucks. ben's forward slash book Get it, read it, and discover how you can cash in and change your life for good. Ben'sCarts.com forward slash book.
1: Welcome back, folks. I wanted to to go over a few more numbers. We have some callers waiting, and we need to get to them, but I wanted to cover something as uh, quickly as possible with you. We've got... Um, When I did this blog post, I I based a lot of it off my experience and and then the experience I hear of others, and so it's a combination, but I used a lot of my own figures because they were comfortable, because I knew that I had done them and, and knew that they worked. So I always try to get 100 meals a day. My meals are the super value meal, the two dog chips and a drink, and you'll get some people just want a dog or two, but... If I try to push the meal because it's a value, it normally would be six dollars if you bought it separately, but together, it's five bucks, and so they save a, a buck. My cost ratio is still the same, um, and so now if you assume um, that you work 15 days a month and you do a hundred meals a day, that's a hundred customers a day. Um, just my. Um, little private Christian school was buying thirty to forty meals a day, so a hundred meals a day is obtainable, depending on what you're doing to promote yourself and using all the tips and tricks, and and people like your food and like your service, but that ends up being seventy five hundred monthly minus the thirty four percent cost, and your netty net 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 take home money forty nine fifty a month, fifty nine thousand four hundred annually, a. Fantastic income um, As Rob was telling you a minute ago There's people out there with educations You know I don't have any higher education Really um, I've got a t- tiny bit of college uh, I think it was three weeks worth And I've got a little <laughs> bit Of um, uh, I did decent in high school But I've got daughters that are in college right now And I've got one daughter that has two degrees And she's making 9 50 an hour um, And she has two degrees and it's all she could find in the field that she wants to work in. Um, well, vendors on on bad days, over and over. If they work a month, make more than that every time. They, you know, I, I've had some vendors call me and go, "I just made like a hundred dollars today." Well, how long did you work? I worked two hours, and what are your food costs and all that stuff? Uh, you know, I just I, I figure I got sixty bucks left over. So sixty bucks and you worked um, three hours, let's say, that's twenty bucks an hour. If you work four hours, that's fifteen dollars an hour. You're making the kind of money professionals make at a job. Um, you know, if you hear a friend talk about, um, I just got a job, it's ten fifty an hour, you go, Man, that's good, that's good money. Um and hot dog vendors make more than that. So that's that's the point of this is that you can play with these numbers, and I know I put a dollar. You can increase these prices, like Rob said, by a dollar, he, like he did his seventy-five cents. But if you did it by a dollar, based on that hundred and seventy dollar a day, makes you another thousand a month. That's a thousand a month you were leaving on the table, or I'm leaving on the table. Um, in Rob's case, it would be seven hundred and fifty dollars. He's making more than me selling the same amount of food. Um, so. I guess, you know, the point of it is, is try to do your best to come up with a price that is fair, but that is, that that reflects the quality and all the work you've put into making a professional hot dog cart uh, business, and so you don't want to be dollar dogs, or, I mean, there's plenty of convenience stores doing two for a dollar, and 17 dogs for a dollar, and um you know it's like the will of death they're sitting up there rolling across it's just it, um that's a whole different deal. If somebody wants to eat that, those are always available you're not competing with those people you're serving an all beef dog and you're if you're smart, you're serving an all beef dog um, no matter what brand, always go all beef but and you're you're doing something made fresh right now it's fresh, fresh condiments, clean cart, friendly service. There's a value in all of that. There's a nostalgic value. There is a um, communal value. There's a big value in that, and people. That's why they use us. It's not always just convenience. Um, it's why they'll pull off the road and stop and get two dogs. So keep those numbers in mind and keep don't um, don't be discouraged if you're not hitting those numbers. Well, I, I take that back. If you're if you're not making what you need to then you need to find a new location or figure out what you're doing wrong. Talk to some experienced vendors because there is a solution every single time. Would you agree? I would. Can't be afraid to move, man. You're never going to know if you don't move. No. There's, there's too much out there. Um, I want to take a couple calls here real quick. We've got a caller... Um, Let's see here. I tell you what. I, this looks like um, Yankee Dogs on the phone. Um, hold on just a second. I'm gonna try to pull him in. Hey Yankee.
7: Hey Ben, how you doing tonight? Doing great. Good. Um, what
1: you well, got? very
7: very interesting conversation. But I, I got to go over one thing with you, okay? And I'm okay, sure. Okay, I tell it'll... you what. Yeah, I go wanna... ahead.
1: I'm going to let you go ahead and Jason and Rob, if y'all will um, take that, I'm going to um, grab these other calls and, and let them know that I'm coming. Cool. Okay
7: Cool. Not a problem. Hey, I know everybody's been looking at the forum over on MFVA, okay? And we've had a big discussion, ongoing discussion with one of the members about his commissary, okay? And, uh, you know, I, I just got to say, guys, you know, you cannot just give up, okay? You have to try, 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 okay? This isn't something that you went into on a spur of the moment, hopefully, okay? You thought it out. You came to a roadblock, okay? But you can get over it, all right? I mean, there was there was 10,000 different ideas thrown at this one member, okay? And every one... He was like ch- shooting down because of his fear of trying, okay? And you cannot have a fear of trying when you go into any business. Uh, you, you, you're there. You got into it. You're going to give it your all, and you got to remember that that's what you have to do in order to succeed. Because if you don't, you're always going to have in the back of your mind Whether I did the right thing, I didn't do the right thing Did I try hard enough, did I not try hard enough, okay You'll know when you try hard enough When you succeed, you've tried hard enough Okay, and there isn't a thing you cannot succeed in As long as you try hard Okay And one other thing I need to say um, Another one of our members in South Carolina Okay uh, Had a question about his sneeze guard All right, he said his HD guy told him to enclose his cart all the way. You don't have to do that, okay? And I did PM him uh, my phone number and told him to call me. He hasn't called me yet, and I told him I'd go over it with him. I got the uh, hard copy of the HD guide for South Carolina. Okay, so, you know, if the guy gets in touch with me, I'll go over it with him. It's not a problem. I'm more than happy to do it, okay? All he has to do is call me
1: that's great um i don't i don't know who that was but if you're listening and you have that question um get on the forum or um and we'll get you over to um yankee so that you can contact him he's got experience in south carolina
2: <laughs> we've got a lot yes. of vendors over in south carolina
7: yeah well we're starting to pick up with our number of vendors in south carolina you know it's and it's it's going to be a good thing here, okay. Especially since they're going over the over rules right now, okay. They're looking at changing a couple of things, or re reverbing a couple of things, rewording a couple of the, uh, you know, set, so that we're more exact on what what needs to be and what not what what not needs to be, okay. So and that will be, I believe, they're going to put them out in July uh, for the comment period. So we're looking at, by next year, having a couple of changes here in the state, which will be a good thing. Okay, one of the things they are working on is why we cannot have a grill here on our cart. So hopefully everything comes out. And like I said, anybody wants to contact me, be my guest, not a problem. I'm more than happy to help anybody I can. Okay, other than that, I'll back it down and shut up now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, thanks for calling in Yankee and I do have customers there with grills that are approved and operating. Um, but they had to cover that grill with the plexiglass glass cover from
7: the bread box forward. Yeah, the um, grill has to be completely enclosed. That's what that's what I that's what I got and I went to the head guy down in Columbia and I was on the phone with him for an hour and a half the other day and that's what he told me. Okay, but you can have a grill. But so you want to get it where we can have where you don't have to enclose it like that. Okay, where it can be opened up, and they're looking at that. Wonderful. Well, thank you again. Thank you, and I'm back out. Catch you later.
1: Bye. Right. Have a good evening. Hey, Yankee. Right. Bye, guys. We have, um, if I'm not mistaken, Doug's Dog's Good Good on the line. Are you there? Yes, sir, we're here. Um, I'm, I, I feel like I'm talking to a star, you know, I think you're the only vendor that's on Getty Images, um, which is where all the pro photographers post their images. And so, um, if, if y'all don't know, um, tell us a little about uh, so that people will know who you are.
6: Okay. Well, we operate in Waynesboro, Georgia. Uh, we've got a big dog cart. Um, I've been doing it for about three years now. Um, as y'all were talking about, you know, I'm not getting rich. Uh, I don't want to be rich. I have a full-time job. I swing dogs because I want to. I enjoy it. And I'm also retired. I have spent 24 years in the Army, and I've been retired for about eight years now. And um, I do my cart. Uh, I know y'all been talking about the money and things. Um, yes, sir. I, I can tell you, and I'm looking at the figures right now, I've only went out 24 times at my normal day spots uh, this year, and I average $100 every time I go out. Uh, I'm at about a 33% cost is what I'm actually at. That's where I figure it. Uh, Some, you know, I have, I did an event the other day, and I did um, 65 meals. So, I mean, it's not, you know, one day I may do real great, and the next day I may not do as great. But my big thing is I have fun doing it, and that's, you know, I enjoy it. And and you pull a cart with what? My, I have my pickup truck. I got a the, Ranger. Don't you have a oh, smart, car too? smart car? my smart car? I knew you were going to do that, Ben. <laughs> I have a smart car, too. Uh, everybody says you don't have to be smart to drive it. So, you know, that's, that's quite true. Uh, my big thing down here is I've been on TV uh, two or three times, I've been in the newspaper. Uh, when I set up in town, I have people that actually. Get on their emails and email all over town and tell everybody that I'm coming to town or that I'm in town and what location I'm at uh I have people that will actually drive around and look for me um, but I have a good time. I make it fun um I've just had my recent uh, health inspection, which I made a hundred on it um yay, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, it's kind of, we. you were talking about getting other people involved or other people in uh, having hot dog carts. There's a girl in the county uh, right next to me who uh, just bought a cart. She just got certified today by the health department to operate. I sent you an email about that, Ben. But um, uh, she has been trying for about a month or a little over a month to get certified, and... Uh, it's not easy in Georgia, but it can be done, but you've got to deal with the health department and treat them like human beings. You can't go in there and tell them that you know every rule and you're the smartest person in the world and you've researched this and you know Ben Wilson, so you're super smart. Uh, you can't uh, say that. You've got to go things. in there humble.
5: you got to yeah, go in there as humble got, pie
6: yeah, it, and treat them with respect and yep. feed the ego. It's their it's their playground, and you've yep. got to deal with their playground. Um, now I do special events, and um, I do corporate events and stuff like that. Uh, my income is a lot higher on those type events. Um, yeah, anywhere from I've had thousand dollar days, and I've had thirty dollar days. So I mean, you know, I've had every gambit of of. You know, sales, I never work more than three to four hours uh, on the street. At the most, normally it's about three hours. uh, And I'm not as consistent as I should be, I guess. I set up when I want to set up. If it's raining or cold or snowing, I don't set up because I don't have to. But that's an advantage that I have. Uh, Right. But I also have... Two restaurants, or one restaurant on each side of me when I set up in town at the bank, and then I have um, one to about nine restaurants in the town I live in that are uh, probably eight of them sell hot dogs. We have more convenience stores and Carter's Got Liver Peels. My best day was selling hot dogs. I had somebody set 20 feet away from me. And they were selling hot dogs, too, for a dollar. And I had my best day that day. Um, So, I mean, you can't, you got to set your prices and say, this is what I'm going to charge. And, you know, and that's what you're going to charge. And if they don't want to buy your hot dog, then they can go buy somebody else's hot dog. And then after they eat that, they'll come back to you. (laughs) Y'all still
1: no well, i i I agree with you hundred percent I know that the um the two for a dollar and two for two dollars just isn't the way to do this business unless you're just um you know set up at a prison camp or something it's just not it's not worth it it's not worth your time there if you're going to be successful you'll want to operate this professionally and have fun doing it and it is a lot more fun good or better to come home and count money and know that you got paid well for your time um okay. that you and traded that those hours for for good
6: money the other thing that people make mistakes of in in my opinion is um you're talking about signs having quality signs quality quality menus uh Post your safe serve or serve safe certificates, your health certificates, post them out where people can see it. So that and people notice those things. People notice that you're wearing gloves. Uh that you change gloves on every customer. I you know, gloves cost I think I broke it down to about a half a cent a piece. You know. It's it's worth it. People will notice that. And, Absolutely. you know, and they'll keep coming back if your cart's clean. Um, you know, I've heard, I I hear it every day. People say, oh, you got the best hot dogs in town. I sell an all-beef hot dog. I sell a sausage dog. You can buy a hot dog anywhere. You can buy a sausage dog anywhere. But they keep coming back to my cart. It's because you got to sell them.
1: Right. Well, I love it. Um, I, I'm glad you came on. That excites me that you'd come on the show tonight. Um, yeah. I I want to thank you publicly for your service. I know that I've thanked you before, but um, I know that when I had um, when my daughter was over in Afghanistan, you checked up on her and and would check in with me to you know how she doing and and that meant the world to me that you even cared, and you know she's safe back at home now and she's at Fort Knox, but I'm um I'm extremely thankful and grateful to have you as a friend.
6: Yeah, I appreciate that. But we don't we I do things I've done things all my life because I want to do. Them. And I stayed in the military because the military paid me a lot of money to go get shot at. I enjoyed that. Uh, I the in, adrenaline rush was fantastic to me. Uh <laughs> being deployed was fun, you know. Um but Sending my daughter to Iraq was the hardest thing I ever did. You know, I've been everywhere in the world two or three times, and it's not hard for me. But sending my daughter to a a combat zone was the hardest thing I ever did. And uh, she came back okay, you know, which I'm real happy for. But, you know, I understand what you went through when your daughter went to Afghanistan. It's, you know, there's nothing you can do. (laughs)
1: I agree, there's nothing you can do. you just uh, you know just be scared
6: um yeah so well, they come back
1: Exactly, because many don't um and the, i really I really enjoyed you calling in, I thank you for okay. doing that
6: i I appreciate it i enjoy i listen to the show and and I actually enjoy it um yes, I know what I'm doing selling hot dogs, and yes, I am <laughs> conceited about it. But And, yes, I do help other people learn how to do this. I hear people all the time, well, I went up to a hot dog vendor and he wouldn't tell me nothing. You know, I tell people anything they want to know. I don't really care if they know where I buy my hot dogs or where I buy my sausage dogs or, you know, that my uh, quarter-pound hot dog is made out of chicken. (laughs) You know, uh, people like it. I don't tell my customers because they like them too much. But <laughs> uh, but as long, as long as you make it fun, you know, and, and, yes, there's people out there that are selling hot dogs and making a living and have no other income, and it's hard. It's hard to go out and say, oh, Lord, it's raining today, and I've got to go out because I've got bills to pay. Uh, but right. you can make money and you can make a living selling hot dogs. But, you know, you've got to apply yourself. You can't just stand out on the corner and say, well, i got a bad spot. I'm not going to try to go anywhere else. Um, In Georgia, I know, I don't know about other states, but in Georgia, by the health department rules, you're only allowed to have two spots, period, in the place that you operate at. If you have, like, a street, um, if you're authorized to operate on the street, you're only authorized two spots, By health department rules I have three (laughs) I'm lucky You know I talk real well But anyway I'm going to let y'all go back to y'all show And uh, I appreciate y'all listening To my big mouth
1: Well thank you for calling in And thank you for being part of the show It it honors me that you do it Thank you a bunch
6: Alright Ben y'all have fun And thanks y'all for all the help too by the way uh, Because I couldn't do all the things I do Uh, well, I wouldn't know half the things that I know if I hadn't read your blogs and all your training videos and and everything else that that y'all put out. But we appreciate it.
1: Yes, sir. You have a good
6: evening. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
5: Out of shape, get off the f-ing couch. Go to benscarts.com and get the scoop on free training, top notch accessories, link over to the radio show and the blog. Plus, you can get Ben's tell out book on how you can change your life forever. Hot dog save my life. It's all available at benscarts.com. Be there. A long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, welcome to the Space Dog Cantina. Can I take your order? Yeah, our uh, two Space Dogs with ketchup. Did you say ketchup? Uh, yeah. You need to Whoa. go to learnhotdogs.com hey, and learn about out. Space Dog that's etiquette. That's hey, easy. Plus, you can watch the free training videos. I'll go. Link to the radio show. Radio and show. And check out the selection of used carts they have. Used carts? You can also sign up and earn points and get free stuff. Free stuff? Yeah. You think I paid for all this stuff? Learnhotdogs.com. The best wiener website in the galaxy. Whether your hot dogs are hot If your commissary calls for things That you know you haven't got If you have a health inspector And you need to rectify some situation That you're facing Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association Sam Dips in your pocket It puts you in a bind With the money you'll save With your membership You'll have a big dog cart like mine Rejoice, you have a voice Leave a message you'll hear right back From Deb or Jason There is no chasing Just contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association Dogs dog slinging, pan washing, tongue dropping, ice packing, trailer and fun loving crowd. Their heart is in the business and they'll tell you loud and proud. There's no 30 page application, no BS complications. Contact your mobile food vendors association. We vendors are all one family in the city. The towns. My Mfva.org will help you when you're down. And every single member has a seven day week available consultation across this nation. Contact your mobile food vendors association. They represent the burner, light, and lemon. Squeezing onion cooking dog steaming mustard squeezing fun loving crowd. Their heart is in the business and they'll tell you loud and proud. There's no 30-page application. No BS complications Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. Contact the MFBA. MFBA. We now return you live to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob.
1: Folks, we're back on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. We've got about 30 minutes left. If you have a question or a comment or would like to call in and share something that you've learned or that you know that would help other vendors, we'd ask that you call 424-258-9364 and press option one to talk live. We have a live caller on now. Um, caller, can you hear me?
4: Yes. Yes. Yeah, so you
1: are You are calling from the great state of North
4: Carolina. Yeah, this is Bill Drake, uh, uh, dogs, decrepit old geezer, sausages. <laughs> well, I still yeah. wear my shirt.
5: I you, you better be.
4: <laughs> and, uh, well, after that last caller, you know, I'm humbled, man, that was great. But um, a lot of people have had that question uh, and, and the health departments has been saying, oh, you can only use NSF-certified equipment on your hot dog cart uh, as far as – and the one – one thing I know is the Blue Rhino Grill, um, a lot of people use it. But uh, NSF is equal to CSA, which is Canadian Safety Administration, I believe it is. I may be wrong on that. um, No, I think you're right. Yeah, uh, but they have a reciprocal agreement that, you know, they will accept, you know, Canadians accept our NSF and we accept their CSA. So, uh, yeah, I ran around a little bit with our uh, uh, health department supervisor here in Buncombe County, uh, and you know, he kind of looked at me and I'm like, um, "Yeah, well, yeah, I guess you're right." So, you know, there's a lot more stuff that we have in this country. That is CSA, and you got to look at the box or the tag that's on the, you know, your grill or whatever you want. Yep. Uh, and as long as it's got that CSA uh, emblem, then uh, you're, you're okay. Compliance. Really, they, yeah, yep. you're in compliance, and they really, you know, they, I mean, uh, everybody gets a little intimidated by the health department, but you really. You know, don't be afraid to stand up just a little bit and say, hey, look, no, wait a minute, you know, make sure you know what you're talking, talking about. <laughs>
3: but um, Hey, Ben, do you want me to give my North Carolina news for this week since we're on the topic and he, he has mentioned it a little bit? I would love it. I would love it. Uh, similar situation um, uh, in a county uh, near me. Um, I got a call through the MFDA that uh, the health inspector told him two things. Uh, they already bought their cart it's a used cart, and told him two things a, it needs to be n s f and they said it had a grill and he said, "Don't bring that cart with a grill it won't it won't pass so they contacted me um and asked or they contacted the m f v a first and said, "Hey, we don't understand what's going on. can you help us out blah 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 so i uh I got involved with the process. I called uh Raleigh. Uh, North Carolina, which is our capital that handles uh, our state capital and also where our main offices are for our health department uh, uh, headquarters. So I got in touch with the chief engineer over all of North Carolina, and we had a lengthy discussion. And a few things has come to light is, uh, A, in North Carolina, you do not have to have an NSF uh, a cart. In other words, it doesn't have to say NSF. Now, they can make you have an NSF equivalent cart but not an NSF card. All right, that's the first thing. The second thing is you can actually have a homemade card in North Carolina. That was also discussed between me and the chief engineer. That You can have a homemade card as long as it's built to that standard. Now, it's kind of up to you and the health department to figure out what those standards are and make sure you meet those. Um, But there's a little controversy because if you truly went by the standards, if I remember correctly, Ben, you may correct me if I'm wrong, the true standard 59, I think you have to have three four sinks. Is that correct for standard 59 NSF compliance? Is that right?
4: In North Carolina? Yeah, yeah. Stand, no, standard, no, you, don't need, you don't need a sink on a hot dog cart at all. I well, realize not that. In,
1: but what I'm, not in North Carolina, what, but I'm saying standard 59 is the compliance, and standard 59 states that you have to have a sink. That's uh, right.
3: Well, in car. North Carolina, you don't have to have a sink. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, so there's some right. discrepancy there, but at the end of the day, it, it, that you can make it known to your local health department If they, in North Carolina if they say, oh, no, you can't have a homemade car. Uh, yes, you can. You can get Raleigh involved. Uh, and I talked to him at length about why we're having such difficulty with one agency saying fine, one county saying no. Uh, and it would, just goes on and on. And he says, "Well, he said he understood our frustrations uh, from the MFBA side dealing with all this. Um, but what he talked about was he tries handling it on a case by case basis. They're going to start sending out some emails. Uh, going and talking about the grills. We talked about that too. In North Carolina, uh, you can have grills as long as they're NSF or NSF equivalent. They don't have to even have CA or NSF on them as long as they're NSF equivalent." Um, and that gets into cleanability and some other things. And, again, there's a, some gray area there as far as being able to prove that it's NSF equivalent. Um, but that is – there's some inspectors saying no grills whatsoever, period. And that's not the case in North Carolina. You can have a grill. Um, again, they can even get down to the way you attach it to your car. So there's some still some stipulations there. And you're, in North Carolina, <laughs> one of the things they originally said was kind of like South Carolina – they wanted a sneeze guard over a grill with a lid. Well, according to the chief engineer, now what his stance is and what we talked about, if your grill has a lid, then you do not need a sneeze guard. Now, you may need a side sneeze guard so when you open the lid that it's not directly exposed to potentially. It's depending on how you mount it on your cart, too, but it's not uh, potentially near customers. But either way... If it's an open-top griddle in North Carolina, yes, you would need some type of enclosure and or sneeze guard um, over that unit. But as far as an actual grill, yes, you can have them, and you do not have to have ones that come equipped with a lid. No, you do not have to have an entire sneeze guard covering the entire grill or griddle if it has a built-in lid. So just some good news that you know the MFBA got involved in um, here in North Carolina and uh, – you know, got some things cleared up, and and really made them. Sometimes they're just all, almost afraid to take a, a true stance, and, and I kind of held her feet to the fire and said, "Look, we want to know, you know, about this." And we, we uh, the grill issue came up in the past. Uh, ben knows it, and and the gentleman on the phone now, he obviously knows it. He wouldn't have mentioned the grill issue. Um, so, but it and I'm I'm in the process now of getting a email response. This is all verbal response, so I'm going to get an email response back stating what I just said. Um, So that's some good news coming out of North Carolina and and dealing with the health inspectors and so forth. So you should be able to build your uh, your carts. Yeah, you should be able to build your carts. You should have more flexibility Mm -hmm. adding a grill, Um, you know, and you don't have to go through, you know, covering a grill. And I won't get into the particulars of why you don't have to cover a grill with a lid. Uh, It's the way the rules are written, uh, and that's what I try to explain to all the health inspectors that that ever fought me on it. I said, look, I'll do exactly like the rules say. But I'm doing exactly like the rules say. I'm not doing above what the rules say, and I'm not going to do less than the rules say. And the rules say, according to the way they're written, I don't have to have a cover over this grill. Not a sneeze case. Well,
4: Yeah, that's that's true. And I'll tell you what, the last time I got inspected by the health department here, because uh, I don't have a grill, but I've got a, a, a flat-top griddle. Sure, right. That I added on, you know, it's got one of these round pizza things from Lodge, um, and it swings out, and the the Two health inspectors that were out there just looked at it and go, wow, I've never seen nothing like that. That's cool. And and they basically had no freaking idea right, what they were looking at. They just keep went off on their own I was like,
3: what the? <laughs> yeah, I mean, keep in mind, you get some inspectors that are super nice, super easy to get along with. um you know, more than accommodating, maybe even offer some suggestions to you. Not rude, not whatever. You get some that I think they were picked on as as children on the playground a lot, and, and they decided, <coughs> hey, I'm going to yeah. get back at some people now. Um, but you know, again, that's where you're. You're, and it don't care what state you're in. There's usually somebody that you can contact uh, that's above them and and, and try getting hey. those things
4: clarified. So.
3: And you I know there's James something on the chat on earlier about
4: health inspectors, but yeah, you uh, you know they're they're just working for the government, and um, you know it's a really smart idea on a Saturday morning when you get inspected not to piss them off, uh, and, and and just be helpful and do whatever they you know kind of say to do, and, and you know respectfully argue with them if you don't agree with it, but
2: yeah, oh, you don't want to
4: get in their face. Uh, because that's the best way to do business, and to get your ass through the weekend, and then you know worry about a Monday morning when the boss comes in.
5: <laughs> well,
1: you're um, so, you're exactly right. And something just so you know, UL is another one of the um, sets of the standards and is, is compliant and ANSI. Oh, underwriter laboratory. Yeah. Yep, and ANSI as well. So you've really got four, well, and now got, uh, the fifth one. You've got the FDA ACL, chapter, man? FDA chapter four. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You have, um So there's really about seven now that you can have that. If you, if they are demanding compliance or demanding a sticker, and you don't want to fight the battle, um, there's seven or so companies out there. Um, it took some doing, but Ben's carts
4: is approved um, oh, yeah. statewide,
1: North Carolina.
2: They live here you know, in bunkum,
4: Yeah. But you know the best thing to do is uh when you're uh off you know because it's raining or whatever uh get online look up all the uh rules regulations from you know like you said ANSI and u l and c s a and uh you know print this all out and you know all these rules come with you and know what you're talking about, and when they do come out and inspect you like at an event on you know, Saturday morning. You just say, "Oh, well, here, you know, wait a minute, wait, uh, uh you know, here's all this stuff, and gonna confuse them at least for the weekend." And they, there's nothing they can really do until they get back in there. So, yeah, you know, still do your weekend, make your money. to shut you down. I I agree, and
1: I'm glad you you called in and shared that because that'll ease some people's um, frustration with that. And I know there's some places in North Carolina where the inspectors can be very frustrating. Oh,
4: uh, yeah. There's there's one uh Transylvania County inspectors, if you do an event there, they want to have from what last I heard, they want to have all the uh receipts from where you bought all your food. Just like <laughs> you know, we're not like you know county County's supposed to be like the one in the area but I was like oh my god you want my receipt from where I bought hot dogs and, you know buns from Sam's?" Oh god.
5: <laughs> yeah I, I would ask. So,
1: remember, remember the blog thing I did that says if their lips are moving they're lying and that doesn't yeah. always go, but for the most part if you hear something crazy um, then it's, it's just the ramblings of a madman and ask them for proof say so, hey, can you show me where it says that in the code um, yeah. And you got the one Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: um,
1: and they they won't be able to find something like that. And we hear about that stuff daily. But I thank you very much for coming in and and sharing that with us. We've got to um, move on. We've got some awesome oh, yeah. stuff to cover. And uh, thank you again for my shirt. I hope business is kicking butt for you up there in the mountains. You're just right across the hill from me.
4: Yeah. 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 I save on shipping when I buy all your carts. <laughs> all right, Ben. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. We'll see you. Hot
0: dogs save my life. The book from A to Z. It's everything you wanted to know about hot dog vending and even some stuff you don't. Available at benscartscom dot com forward slash book. Don't spend $100 when you can get even more for less than 30 bucks. benscartscom forward slash the book.
5: In this corner, vending from a big dog cart from the fighting town of Survearville, it's Van on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Tune in Tuesday nights at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the very best hot dog vendor information. Call in live at 424-258-9364. That's 424-258-9364. For more information, go to LearnHotDogs.com. That's LearnHotDogs.com.
1: Folks, we're back on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. We've got a few minutes left, and um, I know that Jason has some stuff, some news for the Mobile Food Vendor Association and we need to cover tonight. So, um, Jason, go ahead and take that floor. All right. Well, first off, I wanted to mention some of the
2: few people on the uh, show, and hopefully people are going to hear this tomorrow. Um, I went ahead and posted something on our forum uh, about a contest. I don't know if anybody saw it. Uh, I know Rob was away, so he might not actually even seen it. But uh, i voted go for Ben's courts to uh, possibly win a grant. And uh, I posted that up there, and I was just going to ask everybody uh, to go ahead and vote. I know, I know Ben wouldn't really ask for himself, but uh, I'm not ashamed to ask for him because, you know, somebody that has helped a ton of people and helps them whether they buy something from him or not, he'll give you the same kind of help. And uh, I just think it would be neat if we can get enough votes for him to get in there and possibly get that grant. So I'm going to ask on Ben's behalf, or for Ben, and embarrass him, put him on the spot, i want to <laughs> ask the people vote. And uh I put a link up there and if you can't find it or can't work it, email me, hit me up on the forum, my cell phone, I'll talk to you through it. And uh, you know, let's uh let's get those votes for for 'em and hopefully we can see a uh a grant for, them for somebody that has done so much for the hot dog community. Uh, so, all right, I will get off my soapbox there. Uh well on M F A,
1: I have got um I've got i yeah, I've got to have two hundred and fifty votes by the end of the month. Um, okay. In order to even qualify for, you know, there's thousands of companies qualifying, but um, and if you go to that link, you can also read about what um, what the grant's for, what it's used for. Um, so it's pretty neat, and I, I do thank you for bringing it up. Um, and um, I, I know a bunch of people have already voted, and I thank them for for doing that for me. Yeah. Well,
2: hey, right. I mean it's the
1: least we can do. I mean, you
2: give of your. Time, time away from business, time away from family, and, you know, hey, take a couple minutes and vote, have some of your friends vote. I put it on Facebook. You know, I forward it on my business site, my personal site. It's friends and family. You know, I get enough stuff from them, and I buy enough cookies and candy bars and lottery tickets and all that crap for Little League and football and all that kind of stuff. So, I, you know, now's your turn to help me, you know, get <laughs> these votes. And, you know, <laughs> so... But uh, on the MSVA yeah. business, um, hotheads, we're going to go ahead. We've got a deal struck with them. Um, I know, Ben, did
3: you get your sample for the I uh, cooldowns?
1: I, oh, okay. my gosh. Um, my son took mine today to work. <laughs> took the, um, You know, you can use it as a bandana or a necktie, but yep. that is a neat contraption because it holds water without feeling wet. Yep. And it evaporates, and it makes you cooler instantly. Yeah, it's
2: like a for cooler on
1: your body, right? I
2: mean, I, I was amazed, amazed how it worked. I mean, I, I was truly amazed. I mean, I like it on my neck better, and put it on my head. On my head, it was cold enough to actually gave me almost brain freeze, like I was eating ice cream. So I just moved it to my neck, and uh, it works really well. So, do a few other interesting products, and we're going to basically be getting ten uh, percent off of wholesale. And, uh, you know, my suggestion to the vendors, if you're in a warmer area, obviously I know we've got some people in some colder areas, but for summertime, I'll tell you what, you can't beat it in the trailer, work around the yard, things like that, in the kitchen. And I feel if the vendors are wearing it, people are going to ask, you know, hey, Ben, what's that on your neck? You can explain it. And you can turn around and sell them. You know, they're going to cost two and a quarter. They say you can sell them between uh dollars and, like, $7. bucks. You know, you guys have seen some other company, some cheaper, I play with you. a lot of them, uh, if you use them, they have like a slime on them, and I haven't noticed that with these, uh, the only thing that I will tell you to do, like I charge mine in water, and then I put them in the fridge, get them nice and cold, and I take them, uh, if you had a cooler with, you with some ice cold water in it, and some ice cubes, you can always recharge it in there, and just take it out and use it, but uh, yeah, I leave mine in the fridge after they're charged or filled with water, and there you know, there's a few other interesting products there for vendors. And, uh, and the other thing is uh, we're I got the approval today for a new insurance company. Uh, it's Food Liability Insurance. And they're going to flip our, our SLI program. And uh, we're going to be setting up in the next few days getting the – we're basically just waiting on their programmer for their website, but you will be able to sign on and get insurance and get a deal through them by entering your MSCA member number. And what they're offering right now is, or their standard deal before the discount is $299 for one and two million dollar liability policy, and then we'll automatically throw in a $10,000 inland marine policy. So that would cover things on the car, like if you took your computer, your iPad, your your smartphone, um, your generator, things like that. And uh, you can even bump that up to, I want to say for, a, don't quote me on these numbers, please. Um, i us say for $179, you pump it up to $50,000 in inland marine coverage to cover your cart and that kind of stuff. So, guys with a little bit bigger carts, and the enclosed carts, you know, you got a little more coverage there. And, uh, it blew the company I was using, it blew them out of the water. So, uh, I hope to have that up and on the website in, in you know, another couple of days. Again, we're just waiting on the programmer. And, um, so working on a few other things uh, trying to finish up a deal with uh Salesview and what we did was Salesview can't really discount anything because the program you know is where it is. Um so I went to Mercury who handles her credit cards and we're trying to come up with a deal and let's climbing the ladder quick. And uh hope to have a final answer tomorrow of what they're going to do for us. But uh, it'll be real nice. I don't know if anybody's really checked into this program. I know we talked about it once or twice, but I really looked into it. And the back of house stuff that this offers for inventory, employee hours, employee check-in, I mean, there's just so much stuff in this. There's reports galore. Um, Even if you didn't do 600 hours a month where they charge you the 15 bucks for the program, me personally, I feel it's worth it. Just for the accounting and all the other stuff it has, and then the, the Facebook and Twitter integration, which is a customer database for creating viral marketing campaigns and things, I think it's you know an incredible program. I' if, if they turn around and get some kind of discount, it'll be even better so uh, those are a couple things I'll get down off my soapbox Rob Ben back to you
1: <laughs> well i'm I'm glad for the update i I'm excited about those cooldowns and and they have several other products but the cooldowns just make sense. And I know some of the, the vendors that work further up north and in, in Canada and we have a vendor in Alaska even I know that um those those head warmer things that they offer yeah. too. But to have those available I, I think it's like having sunglasses on the cart. You could you could make an extra fifty hundred bucks a day by having some extra stuff. That actually, and it's not even gimmicky; it actually works. So I was excited to try mine. Um, So I'll look forward to seeing that. I know that's got to get; it's got to be put up on the. um, That deal's done though, right?
2: Yes, it's
1: it's done. We just have to,
2: I believe, get it to Jody. I think she was away last week or moving or something, so that was a hold up there. Um, We'll get that up, and you know, get guess you put it out on a blog or something, let everybody know and I'll post it on the forum and uh get exactly. information. Kevin, I mean they're there's some pretty cool stuff. I mean you know, there's a few different things. And there's some some cheesy stuff from the company, but you know, um you know, like you said, the cool-downs, I mean yeah, for, for me being in that tin box and like, Kevin's got the same trailer and I know uh, Stubbs has that trailer, you know, you can't put an A C unit on there. And like the vendor standing on a street corner, like Rob said, you know, they forgot his umbrella, man, you roast in the sun. I mean, it's gonna be a hundred degrees here tomorrow. And uh you know, having that product and, and the coolest thing is not only having on the cart to sell as sunglasses, but you're gonna have cold water there. I mean, you can even keep one or two charged and keep in the ice box to say, Well, you know, here you go, here's, here it is here's a label off it of and here it is ready to use, you know, and it's them that way, ready to go cold. Um you know, for a landscaper or a welder or anybody like that that's working outside.
1: I mean, they make their day of that. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's going to be a brilliant move for us. Um, so I'm glad there's something else that, that Mobile Food Vendor Association was able to to offer. The, um, I know there's stuff coming down the pike, but it's it's cool to get these every now and then and add to it um i know that staples is putting putting something together right for um yes. what what most common things we're using um paper plates napkins foil um all those things that you can buy cheaper um a lot of times than even sam's and get free shipping next day um so that um hopefully we can get some links up on the mobile food vendor association site on the members area where, well, like, where people? Just to go back get. over that, I mean, I think the, the one thing I kept hearing, you know, Staples is kind
2: of wondering why more of us haven't ordered. I, and uh, after talking to a few people, uh, I guess a lot of people didn't know they could buy other stuff besides uh, stationery supplies. You know, I mean, they have right. a lot of kitchen stuff. They have a lot of restaurant stuff, cleaning, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, there's there's really some decent deals on there. Uh, if you take some time and look through the site, I mean, it is, what, 60,000 more items than what's in their store. So uh, I will try and get that stuff squared away this week and uh, let everybody see it. But, yeah, if you guys, you know, I'd encourage anybody um, to take a look through it, on it. Somebody said earlier on that rainy day, take a look at it. Go through it. You what they have and where you can save. And uh, their, their case, they will actually break cases of cleaner and stuff where, like, you know, if you go to my local wholesaler to buy certain things like Brooklyn, you gotta buy a case of four. So these guys will ship one. So you know you can save that way and then with them paying the shipping, that's just one more thing and one less thing you gotta travel and get.
1: So Right. Right. Well I've used it and I like it and I know that um I got my I mean you can get napkins, you can get um gloves all kinds of stuff cheaper than I was buying them at Sam's, so you can um you can definitely save money through that m f b a um you know exclusive deal there so i'll um let's see Rob, are you still with us? Let's see if we can get a, I'm gonna hold on just a second.
0: I'm gonna go this December. One lucky learns hot com subscriber will win a brand new hot dog cart. To enter, go to the blog, register on the right hand column, and everything you do earns points. Get points and redeem them for an entry to win. It's that easy. And while you're there, check out all the cool gifts you can redeem for points. It's our way of saying thanks for supporting the blog and growing the knowledge. That's LearnHotDogs.com.
5: We now return you live to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. i tell you
1: what, I, every time I hear the, the commercials that Rob Harper did for us, um, I, I just love them. <laughs> There's a big difference between the, um, the commercials I do and the ones he does. <laughs> so a big thank you <laughs> to Rob Harper for our commercials um, and our stingers and all the entry stuff. And that song we played in the middle of the show, um, that was Rob's doings. He did it all. Music vocals, all of it, um, and pieced all that together um, for us. So, um, thanks again, Rob. Now, Rob T. in North Carolina, who's got us on mute probably still. Uh, are you there? I don't know if he's there. He's doing dishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he may, have, he may have went out and fed the dog or something. Um Let's see, let's see. We have about three minutes left. Um, If anybody's got a quick question or anything, um, feel free to call in, and we'll try to get to it real quickly. Um, Next week, I know that we are going to be discussing um, employees and operating more than one cart. And for those of you who have been operating for a while and want to branch out, I'm hoping to have some vendors on that will tell us about how they handle multiple carts. And there's quite a few vendors that do it. Um, I've done it, and there's um, uh, quite a few that do, and there's a lot of work to it, but there can be a lot of reward as well. So we'll discuss all that, and we'll also discuss even if you have one employee um, or one cart and you need some breaks, you want to go fishing. Or you want to go on vacation, but you don't want to shut your cart down. Um, we're going to talk about how to pay those people, how, if to do them as employees or contractors, um, just exactly how to handle it. So we've got some cool things coming. And, and so, so uh, just, one other uh, thing, Ben. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, I have uh, hope that posted,
2: that MFA event coming up in September. Oh, man,
1: that. you know what? Um Next week we're going to go over that because that's that. There's a a huge deadline for that, and so we're going to need a lot of people's help and support to get that going. But y'all are going to love the news. Deb will be on next week, and she'll be discussing this cool, cool event. Um, you're going to love it. You don't want to miss next week's show. How's that for sales pitch for next week? Um, <laughs> if that doesn't leave you hanging. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Let's see, Um, I have a, um, let's see, let's see, we've got about a minute left, and so I don't know, um, I don't know where Rob went. Um, I'm still here. Oh, there
3: he is. I had had a call, I had, 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 it was actually my commissary, so I had to take the
1: call.
6: Hmm.
3: Well,
1: um, did you have anything you wanted to add? We've got um, about um, thirty seconds, forty-five seconds left of um, of show.
3: I'm
1: no good. I, yeah, I'm, no, I'm good.
3: I, well, I was wanting to go into something, but we'll go into it next show. Uh, I wanted to go into uh, a little bit about value meals and and some things I looked at and and some stuff. We'll we'll get that next show.
1: Sounds good. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I appreciate it, and we all appreciate it. Please um, go over and enjoy the Mobile Food Vendor Association site at myMFDA.org. Um Thanks to all those that help and participate. Even though we haven't mentioned you by name, um, eventually we'll get some kind of um, balloon or something um, until we can afford plaques or something. But I really appreciate all the help and everybody's support and everybody helping everybody. You all have a wonderful evening. Have a good night, guys.
5: Hot Dog Vendor Radio is brought to you by the Mobile Food Vendors Association in Ben'sCarts.com. Also by the letter H and the number 4. Tune in next week for more of the very best vendor information money can buy on HDVR. Hot Dog Vendor Radio.